Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of the Next Podcast. I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in. Each and every week, I give you an episode of somebody talking about their ex. And this week, we made it up to episode 40. Like, I only had 25 episodes as the goal, and I made it to 40. I want to thank everybody that's been tuning in from day one, the new listeners, the new followers. I'd like to thank y'all all, because it's motivated me to keep on putting out new episodes. Thank y'all. Now, in this week's episode, it features one half of Heart of Soft podcast, D'Orlando Roy. He comes on to the podcast to share an early story of his about an ex that he met in the Mixie group of his. Now, this Mixie group of friends does everything together. They take trips, they party, they drink, even have drama with each other. And he's been with this group forever, he says. He's still with this group. And out of that group, he met a young lady, and they just kicked it off. They started having fun together, taking trips, doing brunch, just everything a young couple would do. But with all that fun, it comes with toxic behavior. And Orlando shares it all. Even where he's at today, with the Heart of Soft podcast, his OnlyFans, the woman he comes across, everything. He shares it all. And I hope y'all enjoy episode 40. It's a good one. Leave comments and feedback on the IG or send it to viewsofnext at gmail.com. I will check it all. I will answer them all. If y'all have a question for Orlando, send it to him, send it to me, and I'll ask him. Make sure y'all tune into older episodes. Like last week, I had my friend Nadia on, who's a lesbian. But she talks about the only guy she's ever been with. It was an eight-year relationship, a little rocky. She takes accountability for her actions. She has some gems on there. She has personal stories. It was just an all-around great story. Now, if you like this episode featuring Orlando Roy, there's 39 others. You can tune into them all. You can binge them. You can do everything you want. But just know that they all entertaining. Like, follow, subscribe. Leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. Go on IG and follow the page so when future episodes come out, you'll be alerted. Go on viewsofnx.com. I have some merch on there. And thank y'all all for tuning in. I'm out. See y'all next Thursday. Nice to have you. Yeah, it's nice to be here. I know. <laughs> nice taking that trip to the city. You said you're not a city dude. Man, I'm not a city dude either. It's, we, it's Corona, I, though. I know. There's <laughs> a lot of homeless people outside. There's a lot yo, of people running around. Yo, I've got I got been approached by three homeless people today. It, no, one just wanted to talk. <laughs> um, then he wanted something. He was lost. And he kept showing me a Metro card and saying, I have to go to this address. And I was sitting there like, there's... Literally nothing I could do to help you. What address, though? Yeah, uh, there is no address on a Metro <laughs> card. <laughs> well, I want to thank Skip for letting us use his office. I did. I was here for his episode. Here again for you. I'm not and... thanking Skip for anything. <laughs> but we were supposed to do this a long time ago. I've mm-hmm. been saying that on these past episodes because I had them lined up one by one, one by one, and mm-hmm. then the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, it was just all messed up. I mean, it's much you, better now because I got a few more followers. So really, you call oh, me at a better time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get into that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you reached back out to me. It was like, "Yo, we still doing this episode?" I'm yeah. like, "Oh yes, I'm a man of my word." Because before <laughs> you were supposed to bring a young lady to oh, the episode, yes. mm-hmm. and we was gonna talk with her as mm-hmm. your, as the co-host. Mm-hmm. But you say you're no longer with this lady. Yeah, she listened. Not the ex you're talking about. No. All right. That young lady, she listened to a podcast and. Yeah, that didn't go too well. 
She listened to your podcast? Yeah. Even though with the OnlyFans, she was cool with that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, she was. All right, she was cool with that, but wasn't cool with the podcast. Uh, I, I guess it was. Just, it might have just been some things I said. This is all speculation. I don't know for sure, but, but that is what I'm assuming. Uh, it dwindled quickly. Oh, it was a quick dwindle. Shoot. Big fall. Man, you know, I'm, I'm a humble person. Yeah, I know when to move on. All right. I'm about to say when you move on, I'm gonna leave. Aquarius never happened. All right. Dang. Mm-hmm. So it's always signs like <laughs> Scorpios last time we had uh Virgos. Yes. I'll never mm-hmm. get into it. But um nice having you here. Tell the people who you are, what you do. Oh, I am Daryl Landeroy, aka the Big Dick Bad Bitch, aka Yo. Thick Dick McNick, aka I'm backpacking and circumcised cracking. I'm one half a co-host of the Harder Soft Podcast, and I have an OnlyFans backslash Daryl Landeroy. You do more than just that. You have uh Hello, white people. You have you so you know producer so shameless. Mm. Yeah, you do you do a lot of things, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you have yeah, me and my the other one, the bar. Oh yeah, me and my um me and my good friend Funny Julius, uh, we had a podcast before this called Hello White People, mm-hmm. where we would just make fun of white people for a whole episode yeah, and bring good, our friends man. on, and we would just make fun of white people. And then he had Hello White People, a video series. Um, we called it the Video Project. Mm-hmm. And um, he would go around and just asking white people random questions. Like, how do you feel about slavery? It was a great time. It was great. great. Um, I'm the manager of So Shameless. All right. So Shameless podcast with Tahoe, Dodge, and Trump. Um, you know, yeah. a lot of people have a heard of, about a it. Lot of, a lot of things you're doing, man. Yeah. And but then your uh, main focus is hard to solve. Yes. Now my main focus. Well, OnlyFans, it's it's a focus. <laughs> it, it comes right. more natural to me, so it's not really like a, I have to be so prepared and stuff like that. Yeah. It just flows for me. That's crazy. But you're a brave yes. man. Uh, but we're gonna get into this ex of yours, right? Mm-hmm. Now you was young at you were young at this time. Mm-hmm. Was in your mid twenties when you met this young lady. Yeah, uh, I met her actually in 2012. All right, so that's about mm-hmm. what eight years ago. All right. Younger, mm-hmm. younger Orlando here. Young Orlando. I just turned 21. Now, on this podcast, I have my guests give a fake name, right? Mm-hmm. You made a mistake and wrote something that you didn't want. So, we're going to give her a fake name now. Oh, her fake name could be her. You wanted it to be her? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. her. We're talking about they her. Didn't go... singer. We're talking about her. No, yeah. <laughs> I didn't well, want to go with female. That'll be an uproar. That, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Um, so, her. Mm-hmm. You met at 2000, you met in 2012. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the beginning. Okay. Um, she was actually a friend of a friend. So it was mm-hmm. like, it was just a big group of friends yeah, yeah. that knew each other from like, um, somebody went to somebody's high school, somebody went to somebody's college, somebody just grew up with somebody from like when they were young and yeah, everybody yeah. was mixy in their own way. Mixy in what way? They knew like they a knew a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So that's how like everybody just connected. And we were all party together. We were going va- these huge vacations of like eighteen of us, to like Vegas and stuff like that. Oh, so we we ended up being like a little family, but we were like lit. Like <laughs> we were we were better than like whatever Mona Scott could put out. Like that, we were really reality TV. And I would always say I was so mad that we never recorded all of this. Stuff. A lot of things back because in time, it man. is the greatest show. Like between who's sleeping with who, who's cheating on who. Who fought who, who's mad at who, who's shading who. But all of us were still party together 
and go on vacations together. The shade and all the the arguments and all. It's been a great <laughs> fucking time, and we still all hang out right now to this day. To this day, some less than others because we're older. Record it now, or it's not as lit because uh, you're older. I mean. I mean, we're at, they were planning on going to a vacation to Tulum in like a few Everybody's weeks, there. and I'm damn. sitting there like, "Damn, it's I think it's 17 of us already, that, um, like confirmed that they're going. I still might go. Yeah, 17 people, mm-hmm. and then most of them, I'm the youngest one. Oh wow, funny enough, yeah, yeah. yeah, all of them are like two years, one year older, mm-hmm. like in that. So back to the story at hand. And stop choking my yeah. dick with my friends. <laughs> so um, she was a friend of mine. We didn't really like. Well, she didn't like me for whatever fucking reason. She mm-hmm. just saw me as like this young ass nigga that just came out of nowhere. Who the fuck are you? Like she's just being a real bitch for no reason, right? Describe yourself at that time. I was just young and happy. I just turned twenty one. I found a group of people because I started my career right after high school. Right. So all my friends. Um, they they were in college. Yeah, so yeah. while they're in college, I'm like traveling. I'm going I'm like so going to parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, ahead yeah. of my time. Yeah. So I felt more comfortable hanging out with people older than me. Mm-hmm. And and I'm also learning from them because I'm going bar hopping. I got nothing but energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm outside. So um just hanging with them and then we go to this uh Philly for Made in America. It was like yeah, the, yeah. one of the first ones or some shit like that. And she had like a whole fit because she got into it with some nigga she was fucking with that was in the group also. And mad yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just trying to be a nice one because one of my boys got into um, a fight with the bouncer. Um, another girl, she was walking with like a bottle and she fell and I had to help her up. I had to take them to the hospital. Um, I had to, <laughs> some of them would want to get food. Some were drunk. So you were stuck I was, with girl at the end of the, at, at the end of the night? I, she wanted to walk off into the hallway by herself. And I'm like, you know, that's not really kind of that safe. Yeah. And she just blacking on me and everybody, and then everybody's like, you know, fucked up and shit, but they're just looking at her like, yo, what's wrong with you? Yeah. He's not even being mean. He's not even doing nothing wrong and you're blacking. Like, yeah. you need to relax. The whole time she thinks the attention is her, on her is actually on my boy that got punched in the face and needs to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, what kind of shit? Better than Mona Scott. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, while that happens, like, that's when I guess they realize, like, yo, I'm a cool person, right? I'm more accepted. I'm coming around, like, even more and more now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was talking with this other girl at the time. She was real feisty. Yeah. Aries chick. Love her to this day. So she was just real feisty, and for some reason, like their energies just didn't clash. My ex is a Taurus. That girl, who I also consider my ex, is Aries. Like they just didn't clash at all. No, the Aries is her. Yes, the all Aries right, is right. her. Right. Got you. So, um, after a while, for some reason, she just started flirting with me. You don't know why. It's because I was never interested in her. That always works, though. I don't know why that works. I be telling people that. I'm like, yo, when you don't show interest, that's when he wants Yeah, that's what she wanted me. And it's crazy. because she she felt like, oh, he don't want me. He should want me. Like, she had, like, that kind yeah. of ego. So she's just like, I'm going to try and make make him want me. So what happens is um, our mutual, we're really close yeah. with our mutual um, a mutual friend. Yeah, guy so or we'll, girl? Guy. guy right. So all three of us would hang out. Yeah. So we'll get drunk. And then one night we just got drunk. She got flirty. Another time, um, so I guess we exchanged numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, backtrack to something. I got her number before. Gotcha. But that was just me being a little hoe. I was getting everybody's <laughs> number. So I got her number, and then ma- ended up like kissing another girl in the group like that night. 
um, making out with her in front of everybody. So, <laughs> oh, so yeah, it was her was just looking. Yeah, and like, yo, this nigga's a little hoe. Yeah. So we would text for a little bit. We, um, we went out on a, on a quote unquote date, but it was just me being nice, and I just wanted to hang out. So gotcha. she thought it was a date. So afterwards, um, I was like, oh, I gotta go. Like we're at mid date. I was just like, oh, I gotta go. She was like, oh, it's kind of early. I was like, yeah, but I gotta head back. I gotta do some things or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to go link back with, with another that? girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. So, not to drag the story. So after that, she was like, it was just kind of weird. So I finally am telling her, like, I was no, I just went to go see another girl. Right. She was like, oh, you motherfucker. So ever since then, she's just held it. You know, like, oh, now I'm gonna make sure I, you know, back him and show him he wants. And she to be was with older me. than you. Like you said, two two years two older years than old. me. All right. So, um. Fast forward back to where we were. I got um, we flirting, whatever. Uh, we're texting again. Tell her to pull it up. Pull yeah. up. We watch a movie. We smash. Right. I had a in my room. I had a bed and a futon. Oh, she came to your crib. Yeah, she came you to was my crib. On your own? Yeah, I was on my own. All right. Yeah, I was on some real bachelor shit. So I got a futon <laughs> for my room. Futons are trash. Yeah, I know, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good memories on that futon though. And then bust through like nah, man. Like, man I'm, I, I got the strong one then because right. that shit was amazing. <laughs> So, um, we actually I ended up having sex, and I was supposed to link with our mutual friend. I was supposed yeah. to link with him, and I never now, linked with at him. At the time, you was, was young. You was, like you said, mm-hmm. you were 21. Was you the type to make the first move? Um, nah. I was type to, like, just let the universe just make it happen, So, which is probably <laughs> yeah, why it took that. so a while. All right. Like, if we're at a party and we're just vibing, I'm yeah. I'm personable. So, you know, yeah, I'll yeah. talk to people, but I don't talk with, like, any intention to go anywhere. I just talk to you, like, just to get to know you. Gotcha. And some women like that and some women, most women like it. And even if it's not, like, anything intimate, they just want to be around me more. Gotcha. I'm a comfortable person to be around. So, uh, that's basically, like, how I get women to gravitate me. And if I find interest in how flirt a little bit more I'll flirt yeah, if yeah. I just want to be cool with you be friends yeah. and I'll just keep keep it platonic so that's how I personally go about things and shit yeah. works out like that gotcha gotcha so in this situation she made the first move or it was just like a mutual thing it was just a mutual alcoholic thing gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. you get flirty mm-hmm. gotcha. yes so after that you caught feelings um she was cool it was cool yeah. um what actually got me catching feelings was she started doing things to show like she really cared. So the Aries chick, I really want to be with her, but she was young. She wanted to be free and do her own shit, right? But I'm young. Wait, the Aries chick is her? No, the Aries chick, Aries chick the Taurus chick is her. All oh, right, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I thought we the Aries chick is not the girl. So the Aries chick was, go ahead, finish that. Was the one I left, was the one I went to go see when I left gotcha. her, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Oh, so young and and really loving this like the the Aries chick. Yeah. Um, I was going through this only little quote unquote heartbreak over her and stuff like that. And I'm now I'm fucking this girl. I'm fucking her. Yeah. And as I'm fucking her, it's just like she's showing like more attention, more love, and shit like that. You know. So yeah. I'm appreciative of that. I'm yeah, still yeah. young, you know. But I got my own um, mommy issues and stuff like that. So it's <laughs> like, oh my god, she's showing me she's this showing attention. Love, like yeah. this is great. Oh my god. So. Then she did this thing where she wanted to get me uh, 12 gifts for like the 12 days of Christmas or whatever. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it's because I have like past trauma where I hate, I at the time I hated Christmas. It was. And why is that? 
um, let me see if I can make this really short. Yeah, make it short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's nothing. If you listen to Hard or Soft podcast, know, you'll yeah. know I got stories for I know, ever. I, I tune in every week. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. So there's this one. I, I'm the oldest of four brothers. Uh-huh. We all have different mothers. When I was born, my dad was married to another woman. Gotcha. Then my little brother was born right after me to said married woman. My stepmother never liked me. Mm-hmm. This godly Christian woman never liked me. She always treated me bad. So now, fast forward to this one specific Christmas. Mm-hmm. My grandfather had 20-something kids. A lot of aunts and uncles, Yo, a lot of cousins. For real. Mm-hmm. God damn. Jamaican. We're Jamaican. Yeah. So a lot of aunts and uncles, a lot of cousins, a mm-hmm. lot of kids. It's one specific Christmas. It's at my dad's house, yeah. which is my little brother's house, which is my yeah, stepmother's, stepmother's house. house yeah. My little brother got a new toy car, remote control toy car. Remember, we're talking about me being seven or eight. This is the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Remote control toy car, new piano. I want to play the piano. I let my dad know I want to play the piano. My little brother got piano lessons. He got clothes. He got. He actually got jewelry, and he got a bunch of like a, other little stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. He got spoiled out. Yeah. I got one sewer green turtleneck. Right. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> In Damn. which I opened by myself in the corner by myself. Right. I just got handed this gift. No, it was, this was on the tree for you too. And all I envisioned in my mind was my dad and my stepfather, I'm a stepmother, uh-huh. walking through the mall. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, get this get this for him, get this for him, get this for him. And then when it came to me, it was like, mm, get him this. And, that's, and one strong ass tear fell right, my, right, right out my eye. And only my uncle saw me and he was like, you don't like your gift, do you? And I was like, no. I don't know. And I was like, he was like, you wanna you wanna go home? And I was like, Yep. I just shook my head. I didn't even say yes. I just yeah. shook my head yes. Took me home, showed my mom, I got a green turtleneck. neck, I went to bed. And that's always been like my solution for yeah. like trauma. It's just like I go to sleep. So I got that I got the ugly green turtleneck, and ever since that day I've never liked wearing turtlenecks. Actually or, don't you like the color green or no? I, well, the color's not that yeah, the color's not that big of a deal. Because I actually had a car what, the same what's color. Your relationship with your father? Non existent. Is he still alive? Oh yeah, he lives in Long Island. He doesn't live with me, but he also lives in Long Island. And you don't reach out, never try to nope. patch that up. Even a stepmother, like nothing. Nope. You still cool with your mom? Uh, my my. <laughs> uh, right. That's Different another story. story. Right. <laughs> but still, still. I have my best friend's aunt and uncle. They're my mother and father figures. Gotcha. And he's right. also my mentor. Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. At least yes. you have somebody. I want to say this. Mm, yes. Man. Yeah. Me and my mom also don't have our own good relationship. It's manageable at this point. Do women, we'll get to, get into that. I was about to say, do women ever judge you based on like your relationship with your parents? Um, they've you know, tried to, but it's yeah. not that, it's not like I don't have um somebody else that yeah, can yeah. give me guidance. Gotcha. You know how so, women walk around, oh, he has to have a strong relationship with his mom and like no because i don't and i be treating women perfectly fine gotcha. so it's like i'm the anomaly i'm yeah, the yeah. mutant so. all right but i mean they're not totally wrong yeah but 
it makes sense in a way, but you don't know the person's background. Just mm-hmm. to play it off of that, it don't. It don't yeah, you don't know enough yeah, to make yeah, that assumption. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get back into the story now. Yes. So her, you said, based on uh, the Taurus and and the Aries, she treated you more like a mother. Yeah, like, she like she looked out more. Like, yeah. Uh, so taking care of you, the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah. So the twelve days of Christmas, I hated Christmas because of that yeah, reason. Yeah. Fucking turtleneck. Ugh. So, um. I'm accepting of it. Yeah. I'm trying, but I'm just still not there. So she kind of got frustrated because it was like, yo, I'm trying to make you feel better about this. And like, you're, you're being so like nonchalant about it. And it's just like, yo, I told you I'm not into like, you got to chill. But I came around mm-hmm. I'm a little softy for women. So I came around <laughs> and I was just like, I understand like, you know, I really did appreciate it. I didn't, I didn't get all 12. Yeah. I think I got like five or six, which is pretty good. Um, considering, you didn't like, yeah, yeah. Thing. So, I um, I came around. I let her know, like, you know, I I appreciate it and stuff like that. And then we was fucking with each other again. Like, we were cool. Like, mm. We were legit cool. Um, and we got drunk one night, and it was the conversation of her being my girlfriend was always just like joking. Mm. Um, and then we got drunk one night, and then when I dropped her home. I said, like, yeah, you're my girlfriend. She was like, oh, I am, yeah, yeah. It's everybody. And then the next day when she got sober, she called our mutual best friend. She was like, I think I'm Orlando's girlfriend now. Uh, but I got drunk when I said it. But I called them, and I told them, I was like, I think we're in a relationship now. He was like, oh, yeah, she called me, she told me. And he told me how she said it, and I was like, she sounds doubtful. Yeah. So I was like, let me give her a call. But, hey, I signed up in a relationship that I regret. Don't you regret? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we can get into that now. Mm-hmm. So when it first doing this whole boyfriend girlfriend thing, how did it play out? Was y'all still having fun with the group? Or? Yeah, yeah, we were in the group, we were having fun. Um, everything was cool as still far as same, I thought. Like y'all still going on trip, going on trips with mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, it's just that not we're in a relationship. Nothing changed. Man, now, yeah, now, me being happy go lucky. I jumped the gun with this girl. Come mm-hmm. to find out, there were multiple people in the group that she messed with. Wow. Not a big deal. Right. Two of the, two of those people were friends, like really good friends. Also not a big deal. But she moves messy. And that's when it's a big deal. <laughs> All right. So now we can continue. Go ahead. No, no. Let's talk about the relationship part now. Um, it was cool. Um, we were actually having fun. Um, it's been so long, I can't say like where the switch was, but no, I can't say. No, but she went to the relationship part. What would y'all think? Like, what would y'all do? Brunch. A lot of yes on Sundays. Uh, yeah. So this is when this is when brunch wasn't that big in New York yet. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It, this was really like the beginning of like everywhere had bottomless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is when brunch was bigger in DC, and yeah. then it, it was popping up in Atlanta. So she was telling me about brunch. First time I said that, I was like, "Huh? Like, mm-hmm. why would I want to go to lunch?" She's like, "No, it's brunch." And I'm just like, "Okay, why would I want to go anywhere between nine and ten a.m.? Like, I, right, right. What, what is brunch?" So she was like, "No, it's more like an event thing." And then they were also talk- after brunch they would go to date parties. I'm like, "Why would I go to a party in the day?" I'm 21. She was just right. Lit. Yeah, yeah. I'm 21, but I'm just about to turn 22. So, she told me about brunch. So, I think it would be like 
I I would go to work, get off work on Friday, mm-hmm. go to happy hour. Then we'll probably like bar hop because it's a Friday night. Yeah. Get home late, go to sleep, wake up, go to brunch. <laughs> oh yeah, I did it on Saturday. Yeah, and then, Sundays. It was uh, just a weekend thing for you. Oh yeah, but this is when brunches like, are open up brunch on Sundays. But yeah, yeah, but no, brunches open up on Saturdays and oh, Sundays, right? right, right? Gotcha. Got um, or if it's not even a brunch, we'll go to a day a, a day party. Yeah, yeah. But mostly the mixture is brunch. Day party, and you already like lit, so you just in the city, so you link up for whatever's happening that night, gotcha. or it's brunch, yeah, yeah, yeah. go to sleep, link up for whatever's happening yeah, that yeah. night, stay up late again, um, knock out. So she'll usually stay by me. We knock out, wake up in the morning, cook breakfast, and have mimosas, <laughs> and wow. we would do that weekend after weekend after weekend. We had so much fun. We would go on trips. Yeah. Um, funny enough, some of our best trips were planned when we were together. And then we went on them already broken up. <laughs> Is there anything you had in common? Like, um, sex was good. <laughs> the sex was very good. Um, but now, was just, you a sexual person at a young age? Yeah, you I was a sex? sexual person uh-huh. at a young age, and she was. It was. It was. She was really good. Y'all always lied. Like, oh, <laughs> y'all, eat, y'all eat no pussy. Y'all don't do this. Y'all don't no, do this. I was like, I'm with all the shit. I was really with all the shit. <laughs> my, my Jamaican friends be lying. Yeah, man. they be lying. So the sex was good. Um, we we had common interests on a lot of things. Yeah. So I can I can be in like a lot of different circles. So it's easier for me to like bring her around. Like she was she was in marketing. She was working on like. Um, 34th and 7th Ave, gotcha. like for one of the biggest marketing firms. So I can be around like her corporate friends. I can be around an older group. I could be around her family. Mm-hmm. So we had like that kind of dynamic. Yeah. So that's where she Is was Is there anything from. that she taught you? Um, She taught me, well, I learned the hard way to, to put my mental health first. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out something good that she taught me. Um... She she didn't necessarily teach me how to be a better person, but I guess she taught me how to be a more appreciative one. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I guess she taught me how to date in my twenties and, and things like that. So she was showing me like dating in twenties. Yeah, she was showing me like oh, take some like restaurants, and oh, she right. was showing me like locations and and places and trips because I'm I'm. At that time, I never even been to Miami yet. Yeah, yeah. And I've always heard about like people going to Miami and like yeah. different trips like that. So it's like, by the time I was dating like other women who are just like graduating mm-hmm. college or they're like behind because I've been exploring like earlier. Yeah, it's like now I know how to like date. I know how to court you and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. she was somebody. She was somebody that was big on being courted. Mm-hmm. So she was somebody that that day, yeah. yeah. So I I did my hefty amount of courting. Gotcha. When it came to her. Mm-hmm. All right. So y'all have fun. This is like a fun relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. mostly. Where did it take a turn, the first time it took a turn? Um, She went through a seasonal depression. So she was diagnosed as depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, We're talking about 2013 here or so. So it's like mental health isn't like yeah. what it is yeah. or talked about it's now. Like- now, I understood what she was going through. um, But... There was only so much I can do to help. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm here for you. Of course I'm here for you. But it's like when little things are being blown out of proportion, 
when I'm being accused for certain things, when like your your accusations and reasons like don't even match up. Mm. So arguing and things just like didn't work out. She ended up breaking up with me. I didn't want to break up. Mm-hmm. You know, she ended up breaking up with now, me. What, do you think she was, it was because she was feeling guilty about certain things she was doing with the other guys? Or was uh, she cheating at that same time? Well, come to find out, she was. All right. Mm-hmm. You said she was messy. Yes. Like, like I said, yeah. <laughs> so come to find out, she was. Wow. Cool. I, and I'm the type that doesn't cheat. So it's just right. like I'm focused and I'm in on locked in on you. And you Never were still again. hanging out with these people at the same time? And we would all still hang out. Yes. Yeah. Tell you better than Mona Scott. Yo. So these guys mm-hmm. be messing with your girl and they know that she's your girl. No, 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 no. Not while she was my girl. Oh, all right, all right. But she no. did things with these guys. Mm-mm. It wasn't she didn't do anything yet, but it was just like she's talking back to her ex and stuff like that. But that's when I realized, like, this is her. She's leading the charge. She's mm-hmm. the one that's, like, doing the shit. So, moved on. And then I started fucking other girls in the mix. So she really, like, because of this depression, broke up with you? That was her quote-unquote what, what reasoning. What some of the things that she blamed you for? Um, She didn't trust where I was. Um, Like... It would just be little dumb shit that would be blown out of proportion or just like she would take a different view on it just to argue with me or make it seem like there's something to argue about. Oh. It just And that's why like it was just like so frustrating because it was like this is nothing. Yeah. Why is this an argument? Yeah. So, yeah, it would just be a lot of that. And what was her background? Was she West Indian? Or? Uh, Trin- Guyanese. Guyanese? Well, she's probably a pretty joint too. All the Guyanese joints be... <laughs> Now, did you see yourself marrying this girl? Um, Was that a thought? At one point, yes. And she also claimed that that's what scared her. She felt like, I didn't miss this. This is, this is her actual excuse. So she's going through depression. She started overthinking things because I was talking about um, looking at rings. Went mm-hmm. to Atlantic City for whatever reason we were we always go to a bunch of shit for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. So we're in Atlantic City and we went just looking at rings. Oh, it's a good thought. I like you enough. Mm-hmm. So she said that she started realizing that things were getting like really serious when we looked at rings and the conversations we had. And she started overthinking things. And she thought like she still wants to see what's out there. She oh, was she like, explore. yeah, I know I want to marry you. I know that I want to um, possibly have your family, but I also feel that for other people. I also feel like that can happen with someone else. What? I don't only feel that for you. What? How did you take that? I don't even know. I was like, yo, but why would you not? I was just like, why would you not want to be with me if you feel that with me? So, well, I mean, what can I do? Yeah. Fight you or force you. So right, right. like, I, I guess we've broken up. And then she also mentioned like, oh, she also thinks that might be, she also could see that with um one of her exes from college because she's somebody that she did him dirty when they were in college. She really did him dirty when they was in college. And um, she just feel like, damn, if I really gave that a chance, maybe it could have worked out and maybe could that could have been like the most the beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why she actually broke up with me. But also come to find out that she was doing, like, sneaking things that could be considered cheating. One of 
give a story or? Oh, no, just like text messages. Like, oh, you know, just thinking about you. I do miss you. It's like flirting and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just young and dumb stuff. Young and dumb. So she officially breaks up with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Was you heartbroken? Oh, I was petrified. (laughs) Of what? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Of of waking up the next day, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go through this. I didn't want to feel this way. Why? Why me? I've done all the right things. I thought I was doing good. Yeah, yeah. Why would anybody want to be with me? Still happened. Funny enough, I was very um, shallow before her. Mm-hmm. My friend told me, "You know, you're shallow." I denied it. What? I'm still not shallow. I'm yeah. open to all women. Da 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 da. And I realized I was shallow. And I told them, like, you know what? You were right. Uh, She's yeah. the most unattractive girlfriend I've ever had. Unattractive? No, okay. sorry. Sorry. Because I was attracted to her. <laughs> she is the least... Attractive. Attractive girlfriend. She is least good-looking out of all of my girlfriends. Body-wise? Face-wise. Face-wise. God, I was bigging up the guy in these. You just said mm. that, man. Yeah, I was gonna let you have your fun. I didn't want to. You, you seemed excited about it. Like they, yeah. But um, mm-hmm. dang, that's the truth. And, I mean, um, it, not to say that she was hideous or she was ugly or whatever. Yeah. It's just she's the one I give a chance to, but not necessarily based off, based off her personality. But that, that but was, of personality and like how she was just going about her things and like the kind of woman she was. She's very ambitious, which is a very big turn on for me. Yeah, yeah. Like she's very ambitious, very hardworking. She gets the shit done. Mm-hmm. She makes over. She makes six figures now. Yeah, damn. She makes good, really good money because she gets her shit done. Yeah. So the look. She was a what fuck made up. you like think about the whole shallow thing? Um. Where was I going with that? You said your friend. It's because I I never. I never truly. Oh, this I was going with it. Another thing that was like so upsetting about it. Yeah. Was. Because you were saying that was I heartbroken? Mm-hmm. Was because I gave this girl a chance, uh, knowing like how it was, and I was like I still got cheated on, I still got hurt, and I was like yeah. I should just went after your girl <laughs> with that. So that's like that, and that's just at the time. I'm, I'm we're talking about well, I'm 22. Yeah. So like at the time, that was a real feeling for me. Yeah, yeah. So that that really put like a lot of hurt. So it took me it took some time for me to like get over that. But a thing about me, I had a golden rule. I don't get back with anyone that breaks up with me. Mm. And I also know that anytime someone breaks up with me, something better comes along. You can learn that at a young age, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Learned that at a young age, yeah. yeah. So I, I just knew I had to just go through it. I just had to go through it. And I went through it. Well, what was, was you doing during this process of going through it? Um... I was still just hanging out. I I was still hurt. I was still hanging out with friends and just like be sad. But you know, regular heartbreak shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's shit that when you look back at it now, it's like it wasn't that serious. But at the time, it was just it was, like yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's regular heartbreak shit. That's really all it was. All right. Did she mm. ever try to reach out to get back with you and all that? After a while. So, <laughs> you know, I am me. I am charming. I am like, you know, this sex was, has never been an issue for me, right? Gotcha. So, of course, I built back my roster, um, women I'm interested in. Some of the women happen to be in the group or whatever. This so, group is, you said the group is still going strong? Yeah, it's called The Mix. The, yeah, very mixy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're the greatest thing never on television. I can promise you that. So, 
Um, where was I going with this? Next, oh, yeah. she. Yeah, I started doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just living life. I'm happy. Happy, smile on my face. You always got to see a smile on my face because we're in the same group. Yeah, yeah. She just likes seeing a smile on my face. Oh, cool. I'm chilling. Everybody, everybody likes me. I'm good. So moving forward, she she said that she realized she made a mistake because we were still fucking yeah, with each other. Yeah. So we were still having sex with each other from yeah. time to time, on and off, stuff like that. And um, she feel like she realized she made a mistake. And she was really thinking about it. And I am a good guy and blah, 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 blah. Everybody loves me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's taking a shower one day. She comes in the shower and she's like, do you want to be in a relationship again? And I was like, no, I don't think so right now. <laughs> she goes, okay. And just closes the door. <laughs> closes the door. And I'm like, hello? And she was going. So I take the shower. I go to the room. She's laying down. She was like in the corner crying or whatever. So I told her about it. I'm just like, you know, there's been a lot. And I just want to make sure if I, if I can leave, if I want to make sure I want to be in one. I just want to, don't want to get back into one just because like you want to. Right, and right. that's that's not like being mean or an asshole. It's just like, I just don't want to be selfish and knowing I'm not ready. Right. All right. Some kind of rare thoughts I have at 22, right? So um, time goes on and things are going good. Between us, I'm still sitting on that golden rule. Yeah, yeah. And I broke my golden rule. You got back with her? I got back with her. What the? This girl special, man. Like, it was because y'all kept having sex, probably. Probably. Sex was good. Mm -hmm. So what was the second go around? Like, the second go around was the same cycle as the first go around. Have fun. So. Brunch is lit. <laughs> it's, it was good for a while. It was good for a short while because we were happy to be back together. And then we had a mutual friend die. Mm-hmm. The, the, the reason why her specifically hit so hard is because it's not something like we both say like individually between each other. But. She was literally the best one out of all of us. Uh-huh. Hardworking, ambitious. She had unlimited energy, fun, uh-huh. beautiful, good spirit, good energy, friends with everybody, lit, turned up. Like she was everything. We went to Vegas with her. Yeah. She would she would be damn near sleeping. Still want to walk. If you ever been to Vegas, that strip, if, and, you, and yeah. if you're not taking a cap, that strip is long. Yeah. Just to go from one hotel to the other is a long I, I walk. It. Exactly. I didn't want to pay for that cap. So yeah, I, I did it. She did it in heels. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Girl's crazy, but she's wow. lit. She's so much fun, good spirit. And then when she's not lit. She's getting her shit done. She has diabetes, mm. and um, I guess she didn't have any insulin. She like passed. She went to sleep, never woke up. So that happened. That shit hit all of us hard. Yeah. This her yeah. <laughs> took it one of the hardest, quote, air quotes. Also very over, um, what's the word I'm looking for when you're doing too much? Over. She overreacts. Yeah, yeah. So um, we started having our issues with that. She cheats on me. 
with her ex from college. The same guy she spoke about, the what if mm-hmm. guy? Wow. Teaching you, her ex from college. But I didn't know that yet. She just abruptly breaks up with me one day. Did she try to start an argument this time? So what she would do was start arguments. So like she would be like, oh, I'm going back to D.C. to chill with my friends. He lived mm-hmm. in D.C. Mm-hmm. She would start arguments so we wouldn't really be talking to each other. So she could time. just chill with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they didn't do anything. Probably kissed. But he, what he told her was, I don't want... I, I, you once did this to me. You cheated on me with somebody else. So mm-hmm. I don't want him to be me. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is what she claimed that he said. So, to spruce back up this conversation. Yeah, he told me he said this. So, going forward, she breaks up with me. Come to find out a little bit after that she cheated on me. Yeah. It's like you broke on me twice and you cheated on me. And my shallow ass usually wouldn't give you a chance. And I'm now in my feelings and saying, like, yeah, I knew better. I should have stuck to my guts and blah, 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 blah. I'm right. hurt. What fucks me up with this girl and the reason why I can't stand her fucking guts. I can tolerate to be around her. I can be cordial. But she will always be distanced from me. It's because I started going through a depression. But I didn't know that. So I was going to go get help for it. She told me she's going through a depressive state. She really needs somebody. I put my shit to the side to be there for her. Mm. While I'm doing that, she's going down to D.C. to see her ex. We're fuck with her ex. We're broken up now. Didn't know this. Yeah. Come to find out she's doing all of that. And the only reason why, she wasn't going through a depressive state. She says she was going through a depressive state because when she's away from her ex in D.C., she gets lonely in New York. So she wanted me around. I lost my shit. And she admitted that to you? Mm-hmm. Wow. So... What made her, that what made her tell you that? I think guilty? my depression, my, my depression started to get really bad. You were, it started to get really obvious. Yeah, yeah. And like we were just talking, and she like admitted it. She she oh she can't hold water. She's one of those people like yeah she has to, she watches like a black uh, a a black movie yeah. like Brown Sugar or some shit, getting her feelings like I should tell him the truth and then we can be happy because I told him the truth and you know um what happens in them shits. They, they cry together yeah. and be like, I forgive you. He may forgive me and something like that. She didn't realize that she was going to get called bitch like 73 times on the phone. But that's neither here nor there. Wow. So, where was I? Um, you say you lost it. So, I lost this. my shit because I, I actually really needed help. Yeah, yeah. And I put my shit to the side for you, for you to be selfishly... Um, such a such a I don't want to call her a bitch, but yeah. such a bitch yeah. about it because for for your own selfish reasons. Right, right. That shit is that's somebody's mental health. That's some serious shit. And I really needed it. So also at the time, I had a friend named Tamani, mm-hmm. beautiful girl. That's like my best friend. She's like my sister. Yeah. And I would bring her around all the time. But because me and my ex broke up, me and her broke up, and um 
she thinks she's like, oh, you know, I broke up with him. I'm out, I have the upper hand. I'm thinking about my ex. And then she sees this girl come around that everybody loves because mm-hmm. she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So all the guys are giving her attention now. She starts hating. She starts with this whole, oh, Orlando's fucking her. I know Orlando's fucking her. That he's got to be fucking. I was wow. like, we've never done anything. They in our lives. Yeah, yeah. Call this girl my sister to this day. And to this day, my ex still thinks that we were fucking. And she started this whole shit within the group just so all of them like wouldn't like her. Just so all of them wouldn't like my friend. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the guys always ask when she's coming back around. But she made it uncomfortable for so long and it was just mad unnecessary and it was all out of jealousy. Yeah, yeah. So going forward, um, her breaking up, me come finding that information out and her breaking up, we wasn't like the top reasons. So come to find out, I've had depression since I graduated high school. I just never knew it. So it's just been like just building up. Yeah, yeah. Then I have my own childhood traumas, yeah, yeah. which I had known to it. Then, come to find out, my friend Tamani, who was my only, like, um, my my only diary. She, like, we would just vent to each other, bounce off each other. We would hang out literally every single day. I've canceled dates. I've canceled appointments. I would do anything just to hang out with her because we were, like, connected to the hips. My right, sister. Right, right. So, um, she's moving. <laughs> Tamani's moving to North Carolina. One friend that I'm hanging out with, my one piece is moving that was my third reason then the fourth reason was like the whole breakup and everything just like weighing on me so all these things happening at one time i developed something called costochondritis costochondritis oh what is that so costochondritis is a pain in your chest yeah but it's more so like a pressure it mimics a heart attack but it's not as intense. It's like it mimics a very mild heart attack. Gotcha. And it just feels like somebody's always like pushing down on your chest. What's happening is inflammation is building up on your chest cavity. And that's what's putting the pressure on your heart yeah, yeah, to make yeah. it feel like yeah, you have yeah. pressure on your chest. The fucked up thing about costochondritis is it doesn't go away. Really? <laughs> so when you have a heart attack, you know, it's very intense. You go through it. You know, you go to the doctor, whatever. You yeah, had a heart yeah. attack. You had just have costume chondritis all day, every day. I had mine for two weeks. And that will constantly happen for two weeks straight? Two weeks straight. I had a pain you, in my chest. So what do you have to do to... It's losing my fucking mind. <laughs> so how do you control it? <laughs> I had no idea. I'm at work. Um, balled up like I'm curled up in a ball at work because I'm in so much pain and this pain will not go away I go to the doctor and um, I'm telling him about this pain and they're like okay we're gonna run some tests Mm -hmm. nothing other fucked up thing about costochondritis it doesn't come up on any test I've done stress tests EKGs check my heart rate everything seems fine right so Going through this depression, and my one person events who is leaving me, she tells me you have to start speaking to people because it's like a depression. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about two thousand. You bottle everything in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking about two thousand fifteen here. If you show emotions, it's over. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental health is still not there, yeah. so I don't even want to talk. This is when I'm still thinking. I say, oh, I have, I, I'm, I have a depression. People don't think I'm crazy and yeah, shit like yeah. that and treat me weird. So I'm keeping my shit to myself. She tells me you got to start talking to people. Because when she realized she had depression, 
the one thing she um, didn't do was talk to people, and she wished she had did that. This is her. Told you that. No, oh. um, my my best friend, my exactly. sister, right. told me this. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and be a little bit more open about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing all these tests. Nothing's coming up. So now I'm losing my fucking mind even more because I know I feel this pain. It's not made up. Yeah. So now I'm thinking it's like, is it in my head? Like I'm I'm tripping. I start getting suicidal thoughts. What? So I'm sitting there like, yo, I don't want to feel this way. So I didn't get to the point of wanting to harm myself, but I got to the point of I, if I go to sleep tonight, I don't mind not waking up. Wow. Perfectly fine with that. Got to the point where I would, because of all the stress, I would start getting headaches, mm-hmm. turn into migraines. So I would overdose on ibuprofen. I think there was one time I took 25 milligrams of ibuprofen in like a day. For the next three days, everything looked hazy. Your stomach, I want, you, your stomach was hurting? No, funny enough. Really? Like, oh. I just felt like I was on a high, a constant high for three days straight. Like, everything was hazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like a good high. Shit was just woozing around. So, um... Yeah, so I'm pill popping basically yeah. to like relieve whatever pain because I didn't give a fuck. I, w- I would pop ibuprofen like in a heartbeat. Um, so I'm having like all these negative vices. I'm literally, literally, I can probably say less than a week away from my breaking point. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to this breast cancer event and I pick up one of my other best friends. Oh, she used to be my best friend, which is also as close to me like a sister. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, come with me to the event. We haven't seen each other in so long or whatever, right? So I'm talking to her, and I'm like, yo, to be honest with you, shit ain't even really been that great. Yeah. I know I'm happy-go-lucky with you right now. We chill because, you know, we are always good vibes. i like, but shit ain't been that great. I give her the whole rundown of everything that's happened. I tell her the whole rundown of this pain in my chest. She goes, you have costrochongitis. When I tell you my eyes burst open, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> She's the one that gave me, gave me the rundown of what costochondritis is. Pain in your chest, inflammation, maybe it's a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't go away. I'm like, how do you know this? She goes, I had costochondritis too. Mine's, I did the, she did the stress test, EKG, um, nothing comes up. She's, she's asking me all these questions like, you did the stress test and nothing came up? I'm like, yeah, she did mm-hmm. this, this, and da, da, da. Nothing came up. You went to the doctor, they say they can't find anything. I'm like, yeah. Blood pressure was fine. Perfect. Yeah. She says, what happened to her? Hers got so bad. She was in college and her roommate found her curled up, passed out on her floor. Mm. She, I, have, yeah, I got all the stories. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her roommate found her curled up, passed out on the floor. Took her to the hospital. They did. Um, they checked her, her blood oh, pressure. Yeah. She said that her shit was so off the charts. The nurse ran out the room immediately and got the doctor. Yeah. Doctor came in, did some tests or whatever, asked some questions. Doctor told her, you have costochondritis. She's looking at the doctor like, what the fuck is costochondritis? Costochondritis is everything that I explained. The only difference is you, it will not come up on tests until it gets severe. So the only, re, only way you can know somebody has it 
is if you're experienced to know that somebody has it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's wow. some real fucked yeah. up shit. So when people be like, yo, I have this pain, I know it's not in my head, and yeah, I yeah. take all these tests. No, stress yeah. has gotten to the point where it can develop into physical pain. That shit is fucking real. Yeah. So that ended up relieving me because now I at least know what it is. What yeah. it is. Yeah. I told to my doctor. And he's like, okay, that can make sense. He looks it up. Okay, that makes sense. Whatever, whatever. Gives me some tips. I asked my friend. Oh, so now my friend is telling me what I have to do to relieve these pains. Uh-huh. First one, high doses of ibuprofen in which you cannot get in the United States unless uh-huh. it's prescribed. So you can't get over the counter. What she does is she has an aunt that lives in another country, um, Caribbean country, mm-hmm. and she she works in the pharmacy, so she would bring the pills over. Gotcha. So that's how she'll get high doses of ibuprofen. So she gave it to me. So I asked my doctor to prescribe me some high doses of ibuprofen. So I had enough. Second one is you have to laugh a lot. Well, that's why you always smile. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. All right. Ta-da. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. (laughs) Only on (laughs) views of the X. Right, right. (laughs) So um, you have to laugh a lot because laughing opens Opens up your chest cavity and gets the blood flow. So inflammation can go away. And then the last one is, I could be wrong about this one because I always forget the last one. But I believe the last one is you just have to like not stress, which is. You know, it's kind of hard when you're in a stressful state to not stress. But, you know, you just have to find your vices, find your practices. So, you know, you can, like, calm down and not have stressful days. Uh, So you just take it a day at a time. Smoking. Would that be one of the vices that you'll take? It depends. Because if you you get addicted to it, then it's not a positive vice anymore. All right. Anything you get addicted to is not a positive vice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's... I've I've grown to realize that balance is a big thing. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want you want multiple ones. So like one one of them for me is like I have tattoos with positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. So I have um love, peace, and joy across my chest in Arabic. Okay. I have music, yeah, but with it's it's written in music notes. So right. like the treble clef is like the S. So it's like shit like that. Um I don't play any instruments, but mm-hmm. music helps my mental yeah, yeah, yeah. health. So excuse me. I just have like quotes and stuff like that. It's just everything means something on my tattoo. So that's one positive vice. Reading is a positive vice. Music is a positive vice. So that practicing those helped me get through my depression. Mm. But while I was trying to do that, I was also prescribed antidepressants. That is the worst fucking shit in the world. You become suicidal, all types of shit, right? So many things can happen, but yeah, it depends yeah. on what antidepressant you take. All right, all right. So now um, I take this uh, antidepressant, and it's not that I, I don't feel sad anymore, but I also don't feel anything. Wow. Yeah. yeah, which is a crazy feeling to have. Like, you don't feel, I don't feel sad, I don't feel mad, but I also don't feel happy, I don't feel joyful, I don't feel like I want to laugh. Yeah, masturbation became so hard because I had no sex drive, and that's when I stopped taking different antidepressants. You, you, you said you were a sexual person. I know that. Yeah, that I was, was like, oh nah, yeah, I, you're out of here, buddy. I remember one time I tried for like three to four hours just to bust a nut, and I had to stop and keep coming back to it. I was like, yo, I was determined to get that one off that day because I was like, so no, I refuse. 
I wasn't having sex. I was sad. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was having sex. Fucking depressed. So her is just out of the picture during this time. So during this time, it's she's in the picture, but like not intimately. It's like we're just yeah. angry at each other. So any interaction isn't like going well. But with, I'm still going out to events, but now I'm more open about my depression. So it's like I'm very, um, I'm just very cautious of like how I move or, or what kind of energy is around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not around negative energy. It's a lot of negative energy in that group. So uh-huh. sometimes I got to take it in breaks. Yeah. You know, so I had to really be careful of my mental health and just being around them. So I would hang out with like more positive people at the time. I would still hang out with them. Don't get me wrong. We still had our positive times, but I just need everybody needs to be like a little in, little out with gotcha. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. So that's how she was still around. And then I just left New York. And went where? <laughs> I went away. Yeah. I left my phone in a state, in a certain state. Everybody blew up my phone. Everybody's looking for me because they knew I was depressed. What uh-huh. the fuck happened to Orlando? I was working on 42nd Street at the time because I was covering the um, shuttle, uh-huh. Grand Central Shuttle. Um, so they would, they, would, they would go to my job and see if I was around. They would go to my crib, see if I was around. They were calling my friends. Nobody could find me. The whole time, I just didn't have my phone. Um, I got back to my phone, and they were worried because, and my ex admitted this. And while they were looking for me, she tells her mutual best friend that I think he, I'm worried because one time I told him, go kill himself. What? She did tell me that. I forgot about that part. What happened was, I would drive fast. Mm-hmm. Now we're a seatbelt. I was reckless because I didn't care. I wasn't really fond of my life at the time. So, so one time I drove past. Um, we were leaving an event, and I drove past, and I was driving fast. But I was it wasn't it wasn't recklessly crazy. Mm-hmm. It was like being an asshole, just driving fast. And she was like, hey, you need to... Oh, she called my phone. And I was like, what's up? She's like, you need to slow down. Like, what's your problem? You're driving too fast? I'm like, I'm not driving that fast. You're drunk. She was like, fine. If you want to go drive fast, then go kill yourself. Uh I just ended the call. And that's how that happened. So she tells our mutual friend that, and he bugs out on her. He spazzes on her. Like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? I come back to my phone. Like, hey, you know, shit's cool. Um, I'm good. But I, I go to D.C., to chill with another girl who I consider my sister. I have five sisters. Five. Well, it's four now, but I had yeah. five. So after I come back, I feel like so at peace and so much more relieved. Mm-hmm. So now this is my healing process. And this is how I like waver and get her out of my life. You, you take random trips? Or you just- yeah, I would take trips. I would, I, would, I would go through my affirmations and whatever I can do to like better my mental health. Mm. And then she wanted to get back with me again. <laughs> For a third time? For a third time? <laughs> Let's do it again. Do it again. <laughs> but this time she knew for sure. She knew for sure that she wanted to get back with me. And I was the man for her. And and um, she was wrong. And her ex is 100% out of the picture. Of course, he don't want to be with her. Yeah, yeah. She knew for sure that was it. And I was like, hell fucking no. But... I was an asshole at the time. Mm. 
not so now, but more than I was yeah, an yeah. asshole. So I strung her along. But I played it very sneakingly. What I did was I didn't make it seem like we were getting back together, but I also didn't make it seem like we were not. Well, what were y'all doing? So she would try to do things to win win my win over my favor. Mm-hmm. So whatever I needed, she would do it. If I if I wanted her to bring me food oh, for lunch, was, she would do it. Was living. But also if I was like, <laughs> is she like, is everything okay? And I'm like, oh, not really. She's like, all right, what's up? And I was like, eh, I just need two hundred dollars. But I didn't need to say that. Yeah. But I knew if I said it, she would inquire and in how she can find a solution. So wow. she would send me the money. Yeah. So it'll be shit like that that I would do. So, but I knew what I was doing, but I acted like I didn't. But I was fucking butthurt. So you're yeah, my feelings. Yeah. I went through a depression. You really fucked up my mental state. That's when she taught me um, your mental health become, comes first before anything else. She told you that? Mm-hmm. So not long after her, I started messing with this other chick. Um, Wait, how did y'all end it, though? You strung This along? is how I ended all right, it. All right, all right, the whole $200 story I just told you. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew I was stringing along or whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So for a whole month, I started met, talking to this other chick. I forgot how I met her. Oh, through a mutual friend. Um, and they know her also. She's another mixy chick, so she's like, no. Yeah. I started talking to her, um, but nobody knew. Mm. I was chilling. With, I chilled with her for 30 days straight. I think we missed three days total within 30 days straight. 15 days after that, two, two weeks, yeah. Yeah. 15 days after that, I was like, yeah, I make her my girl. We chill every day. Might yeah. as well. That was, that's another story because come to find out that was a terrible decision. She was batshit <laughs> fucking crazy. But we're neither here nor there. So, $200 thing happened, right? Yeah. Get my money. The, the Her, she goes on vacation or something like that, comes back. We're having this like beach trip one mm-hmm. day. And at the beach trip, <laughs> I bring my girl, who is now my girl. Yeah. But my ex is going to be there. Yeah. But they also know, now they, at this point, they know that we're talking. Yeah. But she doesn't really know. She's just like, hearsay and stuff like that. So I bring her. And now she's my girl here. Just last week, she just sent me $200. <laughs> and that's when she was like, oh, nah, I'm fucking done. That's fucked. Da, 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 da. She spazzed out on everybody. So while she's passing on everybody, she's mad at them because she feels like they should have told her, yeah, gave her a heads up. Yeah. But she's having a perfectly fine and happy conversation with me. <laughs> so I'm just chilling. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm good. I got a girl now. So after that, we, um, that's when it was just like for real, for real, finally done. And then we just got to a space of like, we could just be cordial around each other. We've had our one or two times where we're like, we've had sex. It was just like, it just, it was, it was just sex randomly. And that was it. So, but now we're at a point where it's just cordial, but I can tell, I can still tell she's mad that we never worked out because she uh-huh. treats me like she's angry again. Yeah. She's angry about everything. Yeah. Any little thing that happens, she's upset about. So, but I ain't tripping about it. I don't feel <laughs> nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Man. And still to this day, I take these little trips. She, she'll be going to Tulum? Yep. Oh, my God. I'm a, I, matter of fact, I'm going to suck it up. Because I was like, nah, I don't want to spend that kind of money. Fuck it. It's, it's been a rough summer. I'm going to get the vacation days and go. Thank you for inspiring me, bro. <laughs> you just inspired me to go, to, go Tulum. to Tulum. Right? Thank you. I knew I should have came here. I knew Nixie. I came here for a Nixie. reason. So, mm-hmm. after this is done, you with this new girl. You said she was, bu- she was crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
did you was you hurt from leaving her? No, I was actually over it. Over, right. Yeah, no, I was I was over it. Um, the Aquarius in me, I just act like it never happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still acknowledge that it happened. It's not that bad, but I just I dropped all feelings for her. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel nothing for her. Yeah, so many, you can't you can't mm-hmm. play those games so many times. And, Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. So I was it. I, I was good. Yeah. Everybody thought that I picked up and got into another relationship. Yeah. Um, too quickly, and I only got into it. To heal because from her. to heal from her. Now they were right that I got into a relationship too, relationship too quickly. Yeah. That part they were right about, but it wasn't because of my ex. Yeah, and now that specific relationship fucked up future relationships for two girls that could have potentially two or three girls actually that could have potentially been good girlfriends. Wait, the her relationship or the no the one thing? after her? Wow. Yeah, because yeah. after the one after her. Yeah. After that one. I didn't want to be in a relationship anymore because I did relationships like, like I'm doing back business back-to-back back years yeah, at this yeah, point, yeah. 2012, yeah. 14, 15, like 16. So now when I meet this girl who is to this day still my biggest crush, mm. I wasn't ready to get into a relationship. And that affected us because so I maneuvered like that. When yeah. I could have maneuvered like, yo, maybe there's potential here. Yeah, yeah. Until this day, to she's, this day. I, want, I still want to get with that girl. Does she notice? I'm shy. Come on, man. Don't put me on the pressure. You know, I'm blushing no, over here, man. God. Fan, dude, nah, come come on, man. But I'm still I I got my I got my reserves. I'm insecure like anybody else. <laughs> oh man. So we here with Orlando 2020 Orlando. Mm-hmm. What uh like what what would you say is the difference between yourself then and now? Um, it's so funny because not much. I just know more now, I'm more respectful. Mm-hmm. Like the usual the typical maturity yeah. from like a 21-year-old and a 29-year-old, yeah. that's really it that can say is the difference. But I'm still the same person, like generally. Um, I, don't, I don't feel like any major changes that can say I was like, this is a shift that can say Orlando did a whole 180. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, this was my trajectory. Right. So I'm here. I would say, don't waste your time with them two girls because I have this saying that goes, Whatever doesn't progress you blinds you from opportunity. Mm. So that necessarily didn't necessarily progress me or that didn't um, help me where that was the only path that I could have taken to get right, help right. In, that, in that way. Yeah. So whatever I got from, from her, yeah. I could have learned in any other yeah, scenario yeah. or situation. Yeah. I didn't feel like I, I gained much from that. It was just an experience. Yeah, it was an experience that happened, but I didn't really gain much. And the relationship after it, I didn't gain much. So I feel like there were a lot of like experiences with mm-hmm. those that I missed out on that could have probably propelled me fo- forward more. Gotcha. But probably could have also hindered me. So everything who is yeah, who, everything who knows. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not in a bad space now. Yeah. I do wish I did then certain things more earlier instead of like trying to focus on a relationship. Like what? I'll get to know the person. Um, the person. Just not, well, yes, getting to know a person. Yeah, because I feel like I would have had more opportunities or more people, but because I was so focused on one, I did. I missed out on like branching out and mm-hmm. reaching out to these people, and then just within myself, I didn't try a lot of things because I was more. My focus was more so on like these relationships, mm. and then after those relationships, I didn't, I wasn't in the mental space to feel like, oh, you know, 
I can probably try or I should try these things. And then that confidence had to take time to build up to where yeah. like now I am at the point where I'm trying things. Or two years ago, I'm at the point where I'm trying things. So I feel like I would have just been progressed on working on myself earlier yeah. instead of having my focus be other people. Gotcha. You should put yourself first, basically. Put yourself first. Yeah. Yeah, that's your black boy joy for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you at today? You was dating a girl. Now she's not in the picture. Like, are you hard to love? Uh, in 2020, uh, Orlando. Um, no, and that's the issue because because I'm I'm I don't want to say a perfect puzzle, please, mm-hmm. but I am a mold. So it's like I have a lot of things that women would want, like that's written on paper. Yeah, yeah. So I have a good job. I have full benefits. Yeah. Not bad looking. Skin, teeth, and hair really matter to me. Mm-hmm. I'm very comfortable very sexual yeah i love to communicate i love to listen pretty good body mm. not the tallest but i'm not short so i'm at a very solid I height think, yeah, yeah yeah i'm great with conversation as you can see we've been talking so for so fucking long <laughs> Over hour now, yeah. yeah so um i just have a lot of the things that women want on paper i look good in a suit like just yeah, yeah. like shit like that yeah but compatibility matters to me is just because like I have all these good traits doesn't mean like we're compatible. That's yeah. That's but true. I come across a lot of women that would want to be with me and only want to lock down. So it's yeah. like even if we start start off as this is just sexual, not long after it's gonna be, well, I want something more. I want I this is cool, but I don't want to do the casual sex thing anymore. It's like, but I'm not there yet. And yeah, I'm the picky that. one. I'm, yeah, I'm very picky as well. Exactly. That's why I feel what you're saying because I got to get this feeling. Like It's like this tingly feeling I get mm-hmm. when I know. Yeah, I know it's you. I know I want to be yeah. here. Yeah, I want to wake up and want to feel like I want to be with you. So how you. do you, all right, let's say you start off sexually with somebody and they want to take things further. How do you let them down or let them go? I would say I understand and I'm not there. So there's no reason for, the con- for you to continue this. I yeah, yeah. no beef, no drama. I still want to be cool and friends with you. And if you want to have sex again, if you want to come back around, like I'm always here. But if not, then we're cool. But I'm not going to put the same energy. Yeah, I'm not going to put the same energy into you because we're not on that same vibe anymore, which is, I think is fair. Yeah. What -hmm. about women that's meeting you and they know what you're doing, like the OnlyFans thing? And Mm -hmm. are they cool with that? Or I've met some, yeah, I'm open and honest with it. Yeah, yeah. Let's know. It's there. What about If like, you want to uh, um, fuck with me, you do. If you don't, you don't. It's perfectly fine. I don't feel no way if you can't handle it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And this last girl, you said she could handle you doing your thing on there and then... Which last girl? The one you were supposed to bring to the show. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, ha, 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 ha. I mean, they just be so much. You know what I mean? That was like, what, in March? Yeah. Um, that was a good stint. Uh, we, we actually hit it off really quick, but compatibility again. But I got nothing but love for her. She's a very, very, very dope person. Yeah. Very dope person. Very cool girl. But, you know, not everybody works out. And it's perfectly fine. If I ever, whenever I, like, our paths cross, I will have nothing but love for her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she'll be sour or salty or whatever towards me, but it, I would I would have nothing but love towards her. Man. So are you, do you think you, you, you're, you're, like, scorned? Like, is there something wrong, like, with you, you would say? Um, 
why so that would um, further define why I'm so picky. Yeah. No, I I know I have a lot of good qualities. All right. That's my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I know it as yeah. like anybody should. Everybody should. I I've practiced knowing myself my whole twenties. I've practiced becoming a better person my whole twenties. Like it was a it was a practice that I started when I was in like the fifth grade. And yeah. I stuck to it. So it's like, I know my worth. I like, I really know my worth. But I also know the kind of standard that equals my worth. And that's well, what, what is that? What, what would you say that is? Um, it's nothing I can like say. I just get that feel. Mm-hmm. I just know what, what level of like pros and cons I will be able to take from someone. Gotcha. Gotcha. So depending on how attracted I am to you, which is a big thing. Mm-hmm. That's... Me being real, how attractive and how good looking you are yeah. matters to me. Yeah. But also personality, also your ambition. There's also got to be some balance in there. Our communication, mm-hmm. the sex, yeah. all these things matter for us to do this for a very long, a long time. time. Yeah, yeah. So um, just a mix of like however that equals out for me to like want to be with this person. Yeah, yeah. But... I also, well, I've learned to now take my time because if I'm dating multiple people, then it's just like, why should I stop doing what I'm, whatever I'm doing to make him feel more comfortable? What's the trade-off? Why should I stop that? Hmm. What am I getting from this situation that makes me want to stop any of that? Got you. Dang, it's going to take a special girl, man. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's only there's literally only three girls right now that can get me to stop doing OnlyFans, and <laughs> that I would marry, including Rihanna. Not not including Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna Rihanna could get me to stop breathing if she wanted to. <laughs> so I always ask these three questions on my on my podcast. First one is, what's the biggest lesson learned from this relationship with her? Um, put your put your own mental health first. Yeah. Um, anybody that doesn't care about your mental health, doesn't like you. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. Second one, somebody going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what's the biggest, what's the advice you would give them? Um, figure out, you got to figure out your advices that can help you get through the situation, but don't take shortcuts because um, <laughs> I always like to say shortcuts only cut you short. <laughs> I don't know if I made it up or it's yeah. out there already, but I, but honestly, you you have to just go through the journey, mm-hmm. um, because it's always it's gonna be okay. Like, I promise you, you're gonna be fine. Right. I understand, but I also understand it hurts. Yeah. The way I um, work through my heartbreaks is I dive deeper into it, because in my mind, if I dive deeper into it and it gets to its like rock bottom, it's like okay, I now I know everything. After this is gonna get better. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be cool. Um, but yeah, I would say you just got to go through the proper steps. You don't want to skip a step because you're going to miss out on truly healing. You're going to miss out on truly becoming better. Mm -hmm. And you just have to go through the challenges to become smarter. It's just like, you know, it's like working out and challenge your muscles and it becomes stronger. You know, you study, challenge your brain, it becomes smarter. It's just shit like that. But yeah, don't skip a step. It's perfectly fine. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. Don't trip about it. Don't make anybody make you feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Just go through the steps. That's, that's good advice, man. 
Mm-hmm. Last one is a song dedicated to your ex. Oh, Iman. Who's that? Fuck it. Fuck you, you hoe. Oh, wow. I don't want yeah. you bad. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking. Well, Iman, but I, yeah, everybody know that song. Mm, that was yeah. my favorite song when I was in junior high school. And questions. What made you want to start OnlyFans? And how did you get that courage to even do it? Put yourself out there. What made me want to start an OnlyFans? Right, okay, so back to earlier when I went... Um, I'm the manager of the So Shameless podcast. Right. I put together their first live show in New York. Great time. Uh-huh. Amazing show. I'm ambitious. They're ambitious. Work well together. They want to do a show in Atlanta. Uh-huh. So I put together their show in Atlanta. So after that, we saw the... um. Sorry, what am I talking about? I'm talking about something else. I put together their show in Atlanta. Now with these two shows, we have this sponsor called Erotic Boudoir. So, yeah. so Shameless has their own following or whatever. Yeah. And they got this sponsor called Robbie Bedour who sell, sells sex toys. Yeah. So I'm in contact with them, but my personality is infectious. You know, I'm just cool and happy with everybody. So we're going to be working <laughs> together. You're our sponsor. I want to get to know you, talk to you. Let's have a right. conversation. I don't know. What do you like to put on a bagel? Like just regular talk. They appreciate that. So they're like, yeah. yo, we're going to gift you a pocket pussy. When we see you, they give me the pocket pussy. I give the pocket pussy away to my friend. I never used it. I gave it away to my friend at the show because he's got kids and uh, and a wife. I was like, you need this more than me. (laughs) (laughs) So I see them again in Atlanta. And they're like, oh, how was the pocket pussy? And I was like, yo, I never use it. I gave it away. They're like, oh, it's fine. We'll just give you another one. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel so bad. I know they're not um, cheap. Y'all keep giving it away. You know what? I'm going to do a review on it. Oh, man. I'm going to use it. I'm going to do a review and let you know how great it is, right? Right. So I, I use it and I record myself using it. And I'm like, yo, this shit is fire. <laughs> I was like, this shit is fire. I started yeah. taking pictures of it. I started taking news. And I'm like, yo. And this is recently. This is this year, right? This is, this is late last year. All right, all right, all right. So I'm like, yo, nah, this is way too good to be given out for free. So, but but the thing about me was is, as you can see, I like I have like all these different shows and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. like there to be a theme, an organization, and reason. I like to do things with purpose. Right, right. Boom. So, I say my OnlyFans is going to be different. I'm not just going to be on there just jerking off. Yeah, I'm going to. Review and demonstrate male sex toys in uh, order to spread the comfort, awareness, and education on male uh, sex toys. And if men are more comfortable with having sex toys, then they can understand why women have sex toys, understand the woman's body more, and gotcha. then that can translate into them being better partners and better people. Hey. That's my theory behind it. That's just fire, That's right? That's I've been yeah, practicing that yeah. shit. That's that the first dope. time I ever got it off straight like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is fire, though. But no, that's really how now. I am. Because yeah, yeah. I am that kind of person. Like, to be honest with you, um, the whole creative thing yeah. that, um, like, you know, we're all in this whole creative field. Yeah. I actually don't care for it. All but right. because I started it and I'm such an ambitious person, yeah. I stuck to it. <laughs> that's literally yeah, the only reason why yeah, yeah. yeah i used to tell julius like every day it's like you know it's so funny people really go so hard because i understand you this can make you money yeah, this yeah, can yeah. make you a living 
And I just be here and I'm getting all the success and I'll stop this shit tomorrow if I want. <laughs> yeah. So, so as like I'm getting better at it and as I'm gaining like more popularity and stuff like that, everybody is hitting me up like, yo, thank you so much. Like, I am now a better like lover with my partner since listening to your podcast. Mm-hmm. Since um, watching your on my OnlyFans, I have regular conversations with my subscribers. Wow. Yeah. So I would ask them like, how's your mental health? Mm. Tell me something good today. And it was like, yo, thank you for making this space like so comfortable for me. I like, wow. I really appreciate it. So now I'm realizing like. There's a big purpose than just. I, yeah, I'm in too yeah. deep. I'm helping too many people. I can't yeah, back yeah. out now. But just always doing everything with purpose. Like I said earlier, I like yeah. to move with purpose. Um, it's helping so many people. So I'm just so happy that my intention to help people is actually working. It's yeah, paying yeah. off. Yeah. So that's that's what's happening with the OnlyFans, and um, it's 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 fun because I don't promo, I don't I don't give any previews on my um, yeah, public I, pages. I, I about I'm like, yo, how does he? Everything get- is word of mouth. Yeah. But but tell you right now, everybody that goes on my OnlyFans always says it's worth it. Yo, you, you, <laughs> the way you make it seem like yeah, I, I just found a new angle, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, he over here selling dick again. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, every and everything I'm talking about, I back it up. Back it all up. And we the, so Heart of Soft, it's about two men speaking on like their sexual experiences and things we like and the taboo conversations about sex. So we're talking about like the different type of pussies out there and yeah. the different type of women we like, big women, dark skinned women, we appreciate them all, like all shades of black women. We big up our black women all the time. Mm-hmm. But we also make sure that we look out for black gay men and black trans women, uh-huh. um, anybody in the community, uh-huh. right? We make sure we talk about, um, we have gay, non-binary, um, people you don't ask. Like, we have everybody on the show. We have a dom on the show. We have a um, personal trainer that can that tells us about how fitness relates to sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're having, like, all these different people. And we had a pastor on the show who happens to be gay and is in therapy for sex addiction. Has a whole congregation and everything. Yeah. Yo, a lot of people hit us up like... Yeah, I gotta gotta listen to that one. Yo, Coriel Scott. The pandemic, my podcast... I know, I know. Yeah, it happens to everybody. So we have him on the show and he's talking about how he talks to his congregation and how... um, And the Bible and its relations to sex and all these things about the way Jesus moved and... um, shit like that and his relationship with people and stuff like that and then we talk about like taboo conversations yeah so the hard would be like the heart and erection the things that you like and then the soft is like with the pastor yeah (laughs) the soft the soft would be like things that you don't like things that will make you soft but that would be the taboo conversations so we have conversations about coercion yeah (laughs) we have conversations about like um bodies and relationships and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then at the end, we I'll say sex, love, relationship, and accountability. Because those are the four things we always cover. And then a tip. Just and a then tip we do a like tip. Yeah, we that. give advice. And one of the biggest things about us is the storytelling. Yeah, As you can see, yeah. I can tell a story. Nice. It's yours. <laughs> Tahoe's too, man. But, oh, yeah. yeah. And then we live in our truth. Because we're not coming. We're learning. Yeah. That's the thing. We're not experts. So as we're going through this journey... Our listeners are going through the journey too. So we're yeah. all learning from each other. Our listeners would hit us up and correct us on things. And 
you know, sometimes we we egg them on. So like, we'll be like, hmm, what is that? Because I we know that they're listening. Like, yeah, yeah. it's this, da, 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 and they're they're in on the conversation, and we want that, and we love. Yeah. I I love interacting. I answer every single DM. <laughs> I love interacting with my listeners. Yeah, so. Yeah. So it's just helping like so many people and just to know that um I I planned something with purpose yeah. and it's working and all I just needed was a chance, which I, I give all credit to Tahoe for giving me a chance because he has a better bigger following, but he's like, yo, I see something in you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Heart of Soul Five, man. yo, and yo, it's every episode is funny. You laugh, yo, every entertaining but yeah, yeah, it's a great, great podcast, and I'm mm. afraid that y'all might run out of ideas. But it don't seem like that's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, I thought that too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, how much can we talk about? But when you have the reason why we're so special is because we're two straight black men mm-hmm. speaking about things that we're talking about, right? Openly and articulating it well, mm-hmm. and funny as fuck we are entertaining all the way through yeah just because it's a taboo conversation doesn't mean it's a boring conversation not at all yeah. we there's a lot of laughs in the taboo part but yeah. sometimes just because it makes us hard it could be educational so yeah. there's a thing with me where i talk about like how what makes me hard is the environment that i'm in when i'm about to have sex that matters to me yeah, there's a yeah. whole conversation about behind that and how me- your mental um affects your erection that is true. Yeah. So boring conversation, but it's about your dick. Yeah. So, um, with that, we also stand up for everybody in the community mm-hmm. openly. After that, the the dudes that are just like us, yeah, straight black, they can't discredit us because you're just like me. So there's no reason for you not to have the same respect towards women, have right. the same respect right. towards the community. Right. Just like we do. What's yeah. your excuse? We've had um we've had other podcasters or other people come on the um podcast and they said like derogatory words so does the community and they got checked on the podcast. <sighs> Happened twice. Yeah. So we're real about ours, but then we also live it because we just went to a sex party. Yeah. And then we talked about it on the podcast. So <laughs> and then me, it was me, Tahoe. And um, Dodge, yeah, which yeah. is Tao's co-host on yeah. So Shameless, yeah. and Tao um, Dodge is also like a really, really close friend of mine. So it's yeah. like we're all just there, and we come back and talk about it because we're living it. Yeah. And then people would hit us up like, "Yo, after listening to y'all, that's that sex party episode is the best episode yet, and it's encouraged me to go myself. I want to go this <laughs> week. I don't want to go ASAP." And that's what we that's do. Y'all doing good things. Hmm. It was great having you on here for the culture, Orlando man. Mm-hmm. Great, great story. Mm-hmm. And I wish you on. I wish you the best on your success. Thank you. And if you have another ex to talk about, you're welcome. <laughs> but it's good to have you. Tell people where to find you. And mm-hmm. ah, so glad. I need to go home because my nipples are sore. <laughs> I had this girl last night, and she she went at them last night. Great Yo. time too. Um, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, anywhere at Dear Orlando Roy, D E A R O R L A N D O R O Y E. You can also subscribe to my OnlyFans if you want to see great content about me. I'm promising nudity. Not like some of these celebrities that's fucking y'all over out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, you can go on my OnlyFans um, backslash Dear Orlando Roy. Um, Heart of Soft Pod on instagram on twitter 
You can also email us at heartofsoftpod at gmail.com. And we got a Patreon, but because, you know, we do an adult things, you have to literally type in patreon.com backslash hard or soft podcast. Man, that's a lot. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, I'm I'm just a great person. You can interact with me, I answer, and I'll try my best to help. I'm always here for the culture and the good com- and the community. And send nudes. <laughs> yeah, man. We're gonna end it on that. <laughs> Thank you, Orlando. And that's been Views of an X. Mm-hmm.